Welcome to the awards ceremony for the Will Hassan Memorial Fantasy Football League. I am your commissioner, your proud commissioner, Chad Miller at CJ Miller 14. And we are here today to announce the finalists of our end of year awards. We have the Dipshit of the Year Award, we have the Gamer of the Year Award. And we have the General Manager of the Year Award, the most prestigious award in all of fantasy football. So, to get right into it, because I really don't have a whole lot of time and I'm ready to get this over with, we will go with the finalists for each award. I'll announce the award. There are three finalists. Um, they're in alphabetical order by last name, so in no particular order or preference from me. I'll read a little description. You will then vote by voting. You will Text me individually. You can't vote for your own player and or your own self. If you are the general manager finalist, you will send me your votes. I will tally them up and I will announce them hopefully tomorrow or Friday. So, also keep in mind this is a regular season award, so take your playoff bias out. We did this late. Um, that's on me. So, we will get right into it. The Dipshit of the Year Award finalists. These are dipshits. These are guys that you relied on for your season that just completely let you down and are the reason you are as miserable today as you are. So, for our first finalist, there isn't much to say about our first finalist. Le'Veon Bell was number one overall pick in this year's draft. Think about that for a second. Think about the production you expect from the elite number one overall pick. Lev Bell didn't just let down... Daddy Daycare, he let him down by tickling his balls for the first 11 weeks of the season, teasing a comeback for a playoff run, and all he did was sit out for the whole year. He scored zero total points, averaging zero points a game, with zero contribution. Some would call him an asshat. I call him a dipshit. Le'Veon Bell. Yay! Woo! Boo! Boo! The next final. Cocksucker, jackass, bum. These are all good words to describe the next finalist, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin was drafted with the sixth pick of the second round as the number one running back for the almighty cheesehead. Taken ahead of players such as Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, T.Y. Hilton, and more, Dalvin had high expectations despite just playing four games last season. Mr. Injury prone himself, Dalvin missed several games, causing the cheeseheads to rely on the likes of Deion Lewis, Chris Thompson, and LaShawn McCoy. Of course, the Cheeseheads finished last again. Dalvin Cook totaled 66.1 points, averaging 5.5 points per fantasy football game. He's an ass and an dipshit. Dalvin Cook. Boo, boo, you suck. You fucking suck. The next finalist, and last finalist for Dipshit of the Year. Mr. Steal Your Soul, the Invisible One. Leonard Fournette is our third finalist. Now, I don't think Fournette gets talked about enough for being a disappointment. Fournette was drafted ninth overall by the Poo Poo Browns, despite being injury-prone. Yes, when he plays, he's good. I'll give him that. But he's about as reliable as the Cheeseheads are to make the playoffs. And in the regular season, the running back totaled 81.8 points, averaging just 6.81 per game, and as the ninth overall pick. I don't know what else describes a dipshit but that. Mr. Leonard Fournette. Boo, fuck you. You suck, Leonard. Leonard, you suck. Our next award is the Gamer of the Year. These are guys that we 
maybe not have relied on, but we did rely on, but they just went above and beyond what was expected. They're a true gamer in all sense of the word. They don't necessarily have to be the best, but they can be the best. Again, in alphabetical order based off last name. Our first finalist. He's a former dipshit, but a current gamer. Brando's hose hit the jackpot with Mr. Todd Gurley II. Todd Gurley was drafted number two overall and lived up to all of the hype plus more. He led Brando's hose to a three seed and a potential playoff run that was eventually spoiled. Todd Gurley finished the season as the number two overall points leader, a spite that is generally reserved solely for quarterback. He was a monster for big games, scoring over 25 points, seven games out of the 12 played in the regular season. Five of those, he went over 30. He finished with a total of 320.9 points, averaging 26.74 points per game. And if that's not a gamer, what is? Todd Gurley II. Woohoo! Todd Gurley! We love you! We love you, Todd! The next finalist. Patty Gamer. Mahomes Magic, whatever you want to call it. Patrick Mahomes led the Poo Poo Browns to the seventh seed and a playoff push when that team has had no business being in the playoffs. Without Patty Points, this may have been the wor- they may have been worse than Cheeseheads. Mahomes went undrafted in this league. Undrafted and was the number one overall points leader, totaling 381.72 points, averaging 31.81 per game. It's unreal. It's truly unreal considering he went undrafted. Mahomes put up over 25 points, 10 out of 12 regular season games, exceeding 30 points eight of those times. I don't know what else to say. The guy defines gamer. Patrick Mahomes. Yay, Patty! Patty, no look pass. You're so good, Patty. Patty points. The last and final finalist for Gamer of the Year. Consistency. Coach on the field. Bring your lunch pail to work type of guy. Christian McCaffrey was a staple for the Sadder Havers, leading them to a great season in the number two seed in the playoffs with championship aspirations. Christian was the seventh pick of the second round and was the number three running back in total points despite being the 11th running back taken. McCaffrey took totaled 269.60 points, averaging 22.46 a game. Never scored below 10 points in a game, and he's the epitome of consistency that the Sadder Hammers needed to make a championship push. He's a gamer, and he's white. Christian McCaffrey. Christian, 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 Christian. Woo-woo. And lastly, the most prestigious award in all of fantasy football. The GM of the Year Award in the Will Hatz Memorial Fantasy Football League. We have three very deserving finalists this year. I'm very proud of all of these guys. They've done something that um, not a lot of us can do. Again, alphabetical order by last name. This man loves the regular season but hates the postseason. Garrett McCain of McCain or finished the regular season as the number one seed, turning in a 10-3 record and beating the brakes off of many of his opponents. He ranked second in the league in points scored with 1,695.44 His biggest move of the season was acquiring powerhouses DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, and Joe Mixon for a modest investment of essentially Juju Smith-Schuster and Melvin Gordon. That move propelled him to a new level and set him up for astounding success. He also picked up Tariq Cohen and Matt Breida, who were both solid players that provided consistency in the flex spot throughout the season. Garrett deserves a lot of credit this season and is worth the finalist for GM of the Year, Garrett McCain.
Okay, Garrett. Garrett, good job. Woo. The next fight. Obviously the better of the two Miller brothers. Kobe Miller of the Miller Lights, I believe, receives his first finalist nomination for GM of the year. Kobe quietly earned the four seed after finishing the season seven and six. He was one of the very few that made a lot of moves this season via trade. He was always fishing around and found some gems in the process. He had key acquisitions that did include Juju, Melvin Gordon, and Julian Edelman. All were very good players that were instrumental in his success. He also made a bold move for Lamar Miller, who has averaged 17.3 points in the last four games, really giving the Miller Lights the push they need for a championship run. He wasn't scared to make moves, and most of them paid off. The underrated Miller Lights general manager, Kobe Miller. All right, Kobe, good job. Woo! And last, but certainly not least, going a different route and building through the draft, Blake Sanner of the Sanner Hammers receives the final finalist nomination. The Sanner Hammers drafted their key pieces, including the most stable running back corps, maybe in the history of fantasy football, and Ezekiel Elliott and Christian McCaffrey. Big Ben also had a very solid year, turning in the number three overall points total for the year. He made an executive decision to hold on to Demaryius Thomas as well when the media would have said to drop him. He said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Blake secured the number two seed with resiliency and passion. Blake saw the light from draft day and he deserves a ton of credit for that. Blake Sanner. Guys, I'm very glad you were able to show up. I hope you listen to this. Please vote, and um, let me think if I can take you out on a little bit of a heater. Let's see if I can find one. In the meantime, remember, vote via text message um, through text message to me. Um, I can't find a song, so we're just going to go out um, on nothing, I guess. Cheers.